This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Elizabeth today told me that I should watch Penguins of Madagascar because it's actually really, really good. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen it. I've seen the first Madagascar. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine that it ages well comedically. Not in terms of it being inappropriate. I just feel like the jokes probably aren't that funny. Okay, and we'll lead. I respect what you're saying, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm going to fully decline it. <laughs> I, I'm coming over to your house, and I'm getting. Are you going to tell me when? No, nope. <laughs> no, I'm coming over to your house. Eight a.m. We're going to put this on. The jokes per minute, insane. And for they, penguins of Madagascar. Yes. And the things they say are hilarious. How they say it is so funny. <laughs> but I swear to God, my dad's going to be so excited that we're talking about this movie. He's Hi, Mr. Elizabeth. Jones and to turn it on. Hi, Mr. Elizabeth. Hi, Mr. Elizabeth. Welcome back to Sitcom D&D, a real play Dungeons & Dragons podcast recorded in front of a fake studio audience. We've got a lot going on this season, so we're going to do a little previously on Sitcom D&D. Last episode, after finding out that y'all had been cursed, and the stakes of this curse being that if Chalice doesn't rejoin the royal family and do their bidding and agree to do so by the end of the season, then y'all die, every single one of you. So you went to the one place to get some more info on this and seek the validity of this curse from Tangerine Protumbrance, who hasn't always been the most honest with you in the past. And you went to the library and met the tree, Chris Ovens. <laughs> and ultimately, after helping Chris, you got some insight as to what you need to do in order to break this curse. Have a family member who loves you spill their blood willingly on the last day of the season at sunset. No easy feat. The gang's a little down in the dumps, but what gets them out of the dumps? Getting back to their beloved bottoms up. We back, baby. We're going to pick up on its grand reopening. So quiet on set, sound speeding, and we're rolling. Dice! When you need a break from this crazy world to see your friends and fill a cup, find Sebastian Chalice, Chip, and Beef at the Noble Bottoms Up. As step by step our growing pains are improving home and away, we're feeling absolutely fabulous on another happy day. We're in different worlds with different strokes, but the good times will not end. So cheers to all our family and our friends. Starring Aaron Keith as Chalice Glass, Elizabeth Andrews as Beef, Waleed Mansoor as Chip Ahoy, Ben Briggs as Sebastian Von Hugh Grant, and Sean Coyle as everything else. Sitcom D&D is filmed in front of a fake studio audience. So, to get back into the swing of things, we are going to slowly zoom in 
from across the street on Bottoms Up. There's some hustle and bustle and the sound builds as we get closer to Bottoms Up. In fact, someone who's already been probably pretty overserved flies out of a window. The grand reopening is already well underway. Bottoms Up may have never ever been this packed before. It is a joyous occasion. We have got all the regulars, like regular Joe himself is at the bar in his usual stool that he brings from home. CYOS. The choreographer is there enjoying some beverages. Tom Foolery is going around the bar. It seems like he might be, be taking orders. He's got a rag over his arm. Pretty much all of our favorites, they're here and they're having a good time. Everyone's got a smile on their face. What are the rest of the gang doing here on this momentous occasion? Thief is helping Chalice polish all of their glass menageries. <laughs> and they just finished throwing someone through a window because he tried to touch him. <laughs> Chalice is cleaning the glass and then also sort of narrowing her eyes at the portrait where she's farting. She's like, how did that get back up there? <laughs> Seb is in one of those inflatable hamster balls and I'm just running on top of the entire crowd of people and they're kind of holding me up like I'm at an EDM concert. Chip is heavily nailing the portrait of Chalice Farting to the wall <laughs> so that it never ever goes anywhere ever for the rest of this show and that's canon and, and you we'll can't see. do anything about it. <laughs> and we'll see. Yeah, there's nothing you can do actually about it. <laughs> and we'll it. actually see. I guess we'll have yeah. only time will tell. <laughs> and Jennifer is uh, making her rounds and actually walks up on the stage, hops up onto a stool and screams to get everyone's attention. Okay, everybody, quiet down, quiet down. Thank you, thank you. Um, man, it's good to be back. Woo! <laughs> um, so I just really wanted to raise a toast because it was hard getting this place back and it took a lot of hard work from a lot of people, uh, especially these four. I'm talking about Francisco. What? Scooby Dooby Red Tooby, Glinda, and Piss Pisser. What? What? Huh? She said what? our names so she wrong. She said our names weird. <laughs> four hardest working kitchen rats I know. She's talking about rats. And those four rats come up, and Jennifer made them little like homemade like medals that she puts on them, and it oh. seems like they are crowd favorites. Like people love these four. But also, I'd be remiss if I didn't welcome up on stage Seb, Chalice, Beef, and Chip. Come on up, guys. All right, I bowie knife and I birth myself in the giant inflatable <laughs> hamster wheel. Chalice throws beef up onto the stage and then rolls onto the stage herself. Whoa. Chip goes too. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's cheersing and yeah from, from the crowd. And we're getting them all riled up. Yeah, hand us that baby. Give me that baby. <laughs> <laughs> they pass up a baby and we kiss it and we hand it back and the baby crowd serves back. To we can't tell if it went back to the right parent, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And also, while this cheering is going, you start to hear a chant, which is, speech, 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 speech. Chalice steps forward and then points to Seb. <laughs> Seb clears his throat <laughs> and then points to Chip. Chip backs up to the audience as if he's going to do a fun spin reveal and then rips one and then points to Beef. <laughs> uh, beef says, P-U. Now that that's all over with... <laughs> Let's. What? What the? 
What? No. It's like faint. No. 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 It's season four. We're dancing as we're saying no. Oh no. It's like coming from the vents or something. What is that? Stop it. We fixed this. Stop. What is this? What is this? Is right. <laughs> Just, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Son of a bitch. No! No! Um, we're sorry. Uh, I'm sure that won't happen again. Uh, sort of maybe a group hallucination. Uh, oh, they didn't hear it. Yeah. Oh. That was just in our heads. It was a nightmare. Oh, we heard that. <laughs> you heard the Chucky Buster song. It was like a minute and a half long. Huh. Huh. Oh, no. Okay, well, let's just pretend like it didn't happen. Let's just do a toast to the bar. Bottoms up. Welcome back. We might die later this season, or I have to put the f- Okay. Okay. Yeah! Okay. okay, we're gonna die. Okay. We can't we don't have time for this. <laughs> okay. Very funny. Very funny prank. Who's doing this? I'm doing it. <gasps> and you hear a voice that sounds like it's echoing from the vents. That's right, motherfuckers. You forgot about me, huh? You forgot about my band? Well, I'm not gonna let you forget about my band. Or me. Who is this? It's Geppetto Pinocchio. So oh. how dare you? It's Geppetto Pinocchio. Quit stomping on my feet. I would never forget you, Geppetto, and you know that. You liking me disgusts me. (laughs) Hey, man, uh, we actually can't deal with this right now, Geppetto. You lost. We won fair and square. And we have bigger things to worry about. F you. You're dealing with it. You thought you could just kick us to the curb, leave us in the street, huh? No! We're the band! And you're going to f***ing listen to this song until your ears... You guys got anything? I'm so... Bleed. Bleed! Don't help them out. God damn it, that came from the idiot! <laughs> Geppetto, you know what? Uh, we actually have a new thing going on this season. Mm-hmm. We've been cursed or I have to... Oh my God! Okay. Kill this guy. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Oh my God, right, oh my right, God. Right. we're going to die to this song. I'm going to die to this song. And stop! I can start and stop that song anytime that I want. Do you understand me? So, uh, good luck having a business with this going on. It's that time again. I'm not even going to say Stand anything. stop. <laughs> Luckily, it's a certified jam. Sean, can I roll for intimidation to threaten this guy? Let him know that we're going to come over and turn him to dust if he plays the song one more time? Sure. Give me an intimidation roll. Oh, nine. <laughs> Never mind. (laughs) No, 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 you gotta commit. Hey. (laughs) Knock it off, you bully. What was that? Nothing. Oh, he didn't even hear you. Are you trying to intimidate me? No. Listen, listen, I'm friends with these guys. These guys love me. You're friends with them? Are they friends with you? I wouldn't be caught dead being friends with you. Wow. Maybe, maybe you just go find another Chucky Busters. There's got to be a bunch of them still. We didn't shut them all down. Go to a different one. There was a bunch of franchises. This isn't even a Chucky Busters anymore. The song makes no sense as much as I love it. The song makes no sense, huh? The song makes no sense. The song is the most requested song in all of Chucky Busters. Yeah, but this isn't a Chucky Busters. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Uh, let's come talk it out in person. Let me just go f- see where you are. Where are yeah, you? Yeah, why don't you come talk it out? It's going to be pretty tough to talk it out with my ass in your mouth. 
What? What? <laughs> Did he mean to say it like that? <laughs> I love Some this Some people guy. would find that as pleasure. That is true. <laughs> That's what I'm Good saying. Good point, Beef. Yeah. You know where to find me, motherfucker. I'm down deep in the adventure zone. Patent pending, ages six to nine. Come get some, wussy boy. He called you a wussy boy. Wow. I know, and it made me miss him more. I don't know where his voice is coming from. This is supposed to be a party, not a dungeon crawl. Guys, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go back down there. It's the set. We already did it. We already know all the secrets. This is going to be easy. We'll do the thing where we freeze and then we go up the water fountain or whatever. What happened? Can we make it a drinking game? And can everyone come? Sweetie, that's an incredible idea. Thanks. And she's sort of like straightening out his collar. That is such a good idea. All four of us will go and then we'll also bring everybody else that's in the bar and they'll just like, like silently watch. Yes. Ooh. You heard it, everybody. Everybody stand up. Grab your drinks. <laughs> grab onto your babies. That baby's been floating around for a while. So someone claim that baby. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and you just hear a unanimous pass all at once. Interesting. Oh. Except for Tom Foolery's there. <laughs> And Jennifer, on Tom Foolery's shoulder, looked very eager to join. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Jennifer, let's Jennifer, go. Come on, come on. I just want to say, as we, you know, walk down the stairs to the cellar here, the best business deal I've ever made in my life was selling back bottoms up to you in exchange for getting to work here 24-7. Well, not really 24-7, but I live here now, too, which is sick. It's so cool to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not officially, a, you're not one of the five. Yeah, are you cursed? Yeah, are you cursed? That's part of it. It's not a total prerequisite, but yeah. You're not even, you're not cursed. Yeah. <laughs> Neither are you. <laughs> You guys get down to the cellar, and there's still a bunch of Chucky Busters random shit down there like there was before. And there's also that lever there with a sign above it that says, do not pull. Mm -hmm. I pull it. Okay, the floor immediately disappears beneath you all, and you are falling fast in total darkness. Beef! Featherfall! Featherfall, Beef! What? Huh? Oh, yeah! <laughs> I'm going to cast Featherfall on five of the friends, Jennifer's probably hanging on to somebody so she's okay and then i'm gonna yell pickle at pickle <laughs> and i get my cape my cool cape all right i think that's got everyone accounted for also if you remember from last time chip didn't get feather falled but still this is the adventure zone it's built so that once you get to the bottom you're just floating an inch off the ground no matter what it's built for kids guys you're safe oh so i just you just wasted a you just spell wasted slide. a spell slot yeah free <laughs> but let's see how well you guys remember the dungeon from last time because that's how this is going to start <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you look around the room, you do see there are torches there that you can take off the wall. Yep. Take the torch, put it in the hole. Do you, well, do you have a gold piece? Take a gold coin, put it in the thing, melt it, <laughs> turns into a key. I remember. I remember. Thank God oh you're my here. God. Yeah, I have no what? memory. Oh. This never happened. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, eye on the prize. Okay. And so on and off, you kind of hear the Chucky Busters song playing at like a low volume in the distance. And it's kind of like a compass or North Star guiding you into the general direction of where Geppetto, Pinocchio, and the band probably are within this labyrinth of the Adventure Zone dungeon. But Chip, if I understand you correctly, you're doing what you did last time. You're putting the torch into the slot that says always hungry, never thirsting, mm. breathing without lungs, when I'm stoked, my joy is bursting, dancing without songs, and placing a gold piece in the open key shape, whose gold piece is being used? Hmm. Uh, I look over at Tom. Tom. Oh, Tom. Yeah, let's Tom. Definitely Tom. 
Well, um, you guys haven't necessarily paid me yet. You said you pay bi-monthly, which I didn't know if that meant twice a month or every other month, but it's been three months, so I don't know what to think. Chalice is like rummaging in her pockets because she took basically everything that she could pick pocket from the castle on her way out. So she grabbed like candlesticks and little like pocket change. Nice. Let's see. And she takes a gold coin out of her pocket. Cool. That melts down into a key shape. We cut forward in time until it's quite cool. And you can use it to (laughs) unlock the lavish lock and get into the next room. And when you're in the next room, what you see is an enormous fountain. Remember? Nope. <laughs> Which is billowing water. And at the bottom, there's grates. No, Chalice, you did such a good job. Don't you remember? You, like, froze us halfway, and then you made a tunnel that we, like, to, had to breathe through. But if you swallow the water, you have to tell the truth. She's blinking. <laughs> you guys, it's so fun. I would come down here at nighttime sometimes last season. You guys didn't play down here? No. You were playing without me. Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes. I guess I play with myself. <laughs> What'd you bring down here? With no, you? I used to play with myself a lot, and I'm hoping maybe this babe, season I'll babe, play with myself. Babe, what, babe. Yeah? Yeah, you know, that, sound, that sounds worse. <laughs> that sounds worse. I play with myself, too, but normally when it's... Thank God. Me. Thank God it's <laughs> So what do we do? I will say, last time we were down here all together, I made an idea that we didn't use that I thought would be cool. What was it? I thought maybe we could, like, plug up the grate, and then it would fill with water, and we'd, like, float up to the top and all swim together. Let's do it. I'm going to ask a question. Does anyone not know how to swim before we do this? I don't know how to swim. Why did I say that? Oh, I drank some. Uh. Oh, God. (laughs) Jennifer, you were going to lie and say you could swim, and then we were going to do that? That's so dangerous. I will do anything to fit it. Oh, Oh my God, why did I say that? (laughs) Also, Jennifer, you swam to save the day like three episodes ago. Not well. (laughs) I was in someone's mouth most of the time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's try your plan, Chip. Let's plug it up and swim to the top. We do that. (laughs) Well, how are you guys going to plug it up? Can someone? We do that. (laughs) Okay. So I am going to shape water and freeze the water over the grate to stop it up. Okay. And it does just that. The water around the grate freezes, allowing no other water to go down. And as the fountain continues to flow, the water starts to fill up, and those who can swim are staying towards the top. I put Jennifer on top of my head. <laughs> we didn't even confirm with Tom if he could swim, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom, you doing okay? <laughs> Tom can't swim! Tom can't swim! <laughs> Uh, Beef goes into when he was a lifeguard for a summer after uh, blacksmith summer. Huh. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I unlocked a new summer internship, and he <laughs> swims over there and he uh, gets Tom's head out of the water. Can the rest of us who can swim well? Can we like be doing a synchronized swimming routine? Get out of my head, Willie. Okay, I, I mean if it's I fun, it's it can, it can be fun. <laughs> Those little uh, pink nose plugs and like the flower shower caps. Yes, and we could do it to the song. We like it this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! And with that, with the water overflowing the top, you guys pull yourself out like as if it was like the side of a pool. And the door on the other side is unlocked. And you find yourself in a room that may or may not be familiar to you guys, depending on how (laughs) good your memory is. It is a foggy room. Well, I think I'm having this idea for the first time. I know I haven't been here before. I'm going to use Gus. That is what you <clears throat> did last time. That's okay. Yeah. What'd you say? It's a good, nothing. Nothing. 
So I'm just going to get the smoke out of this room? So I cast Gust. It blows all the fog away, and it reveals three doors. And you know that last time you did take door number two, but you're wondering, okay, well, where the heck is Geppetto Pinocchio and the band? They are playing their song about every 30 minutes. Sometimes they're playing it more to mess with you, but uh, they are nothing but militaristically determined to play every half hour on the half hour. So we wait until we hear it and we go through that door, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so flash forward 17 minutes later and... We were playing cards that whole time. Yeah, I was going to say we're crisscross applesauce. Chip was losing bad. (laughs) Uh, Looks like I won this one. I don't think you said the rules right. Oh, here it is, here it is. Oh, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. Give me investigation or perception. 17. 19. 14, so yeah, 19. All right, so with a 19, um, you're pretty, pretty, pretty sure... It would be door number one, a new door you haven't explored yet. All right, well, let's go through door number one. If I hear this song one more time, I think I'm about to become a madman. And Beep turns around and his eyes are looking wild and weird. He's like, do I look normal or do I feel, I oh, feel crazy? Uh-oh, he means yeah, it. Goat eyes. <laughs> Doesn't he always have those goat eyes? I'm sorry. Yep. I don't mean to be rude here. I don't remember. And you're having that conversation as you guys walk through the door for door number one. So the door to the most left of this dungeon room. And when you get through it, again, as is the fashion, the door slams closed behind you. A portcullis slams down behind that. There's no going back the way you came. And you find yourself in a new environment. Again, it still has a dungeon vibe. But does anyone want to give me a perception check here? I got it. 15, please. Oh, okay. With a 15, as you move a little bit about the space, you feel like this hallway is endless. But it kind of dawns on you pretty quickly that it's because it is rounded. Think of it like in Thor Ragnarok, when they're in that little dungeon space that is essentially endless because it's just going around in a circle. So that's the vibe of this little spot here. You also notice there are a bunch of holes, holes about hip height in the middle pillar that this whole room revolves around. Hip holes. Hip holes. How big are are the hip high holes? Oh, there's probably a foot between each hole, and the holes themselves are about... Like eight inches in diameter. Oh, wow. Big holes. Huge holes. What happens if I reach my hand in the hole? Why don't you try and find out? Mm. Chip confidently (laughs) shoves his hand into a hole. Jennifer starts screaming. (laughs) Nothing happens. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it like reached through and punched Jennifer in the face from another hole. I thought that's what happened too. (laughs) What do I feel though? You don't feel anything. It feels like an empty stone space. Is there an end to it? There is not an end that you can feel. Can I crawl? It's eight inches in diameter. (laughs) Ah. Jennifer can. I could. Someone as petite as me. (laughs) All right, I'll save you some time so you don't have to crawl so much. And I take Jennifer and I throw her as far down the hole as I possibly can. Wee, not just a beef thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Beef, I should have asked. If yeah. that was okay. Yeah, you should have. And his arms are kind of crossed. <laughs> Jennifer's head pops out. I would say it's like um four feet deep. Oh, oh. Okay. not that far. So you probably splatted at Did the Did I end slam of you it. against the wall? Yeah, what was at the end of it, Jenny? More wall. Oh. Hmm. Can I investigate to see how many holes there are? Yes. Uh give me an investigation check. Sixteen. 
With a 16, as you investigate, you notice a couple things. Chalice, you decide to count how many holes there are around the cylinder. And there are 60. And you notice that there are actually small Roman numerals scratched into different areas. Spread out. One all the way up to 12. Like equally distributed? Mm-hmm. So it's like a clock? Oh, I guess you could say that. And there's 60? 60 minutes. So as actually, Chalice, you were investigating, you were taking all this in, on the last hole that you look in, you actually hear a voice from inside. Oh, hello. Oh, my God, you from before. Before. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Blarney Stone Stinson? You're way smaller. Yes, I am. I've been getting so frustrated down here because time is stuck. What? Time is stuck? Yes. I feel like I've been down here nigh on 60,000 years, it feels like. That sounds stressful. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if that's our fault. You have to promise that you guys are real and you're not more of my imaginary friends. Are your imaginary friends promising that they're real? (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. Oh, yeah. I've fallen for those before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First off, if you are real, I'm so sorry, but time is stuck here. Look. And he brings up his timepiece and it's stuck at exactly three o'clock. But to be sure, I'm going to have you talk with my other imaginary friends. Shorty, skinny, and longo. And he points over, and there are huge spears in the corner. Okay. Whoa. (laughs) Chalice, to try to sort of be kind to Blarney, goes up to them and goes, How do you do? Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Yeah, you look like a couple, a trio of nice, real guys. Yeah, you look very friendly and... Definitely, I'm going to pick you up and use you as a solution to this thing, maybe. <laughs> or what do you say to what he just said? Um, oh, God, they're not f***ing real, are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not sentient. They're, they're sticks with pointy ends. Yeah, they're just sticks with pointy ends. So I, I want to take the short one and put it in a hole. Like, since it stopped at 3 o'clock, I'm going to, like, point it at 3 o'clock. Smart. Okay. So there is a Roman numeral that says three over one of the holes. Stick it. Yeah, I put it in that hole. You hear some grumbling. It felt like that was a good response. Oh, I thought it was my belly. (laughs) Can I take the long one and put it in the 12? Yeah, man. Yeah, go for it. And so when Seb does that, there's a rumbling. And all that's left is skinny. Anybody want to do skinny? Beef? Beef, you want to do skinny? I mean, only if Chalice wants to do it with me. (gasps) Okay, then great. Oh, cool. You do? Yeah. Nice. All right, let's do it. (laughs) And they both don't really know where it goes, and they're pretending to be polite. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. You go. No, you. You. (laughs) Seb's trying to tell him, and I'm like, Seb, don't. Don't No one help us. We know exactly where this is going. Yeah, yeah, I know you know. Chalice? We should put it at the 12 again as a joke. Yeah, we're going to put it right. As a joke. As a joke. As a joke. Oh, really good one. Yeah. <laughs> you notice that there is a slightly even smaller option under this hole as well. And you, the skinny one slides into the 12 skinny hole slot and it unlocks the rest of the room. Give me a perception check. Oh my God, we are right. Whew. They look at each other like, oh my God, can you believe it? <laughs> uh, 14. 17. 18. Okay, cool. You all actually see uh, stones that were previously making up this endless corridor move back away from you and reveal the way out. Oh, my God. Okay, well, it looks like I'm free. I'm coming with you all. Oh. Um, pass. Yeah, pass. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're not really one of the six, you know? So you're six. six. What, what is going on? Keep quiet. You can get in my pocket. Just don't try to be a part of this. God, I never wanted to be a part of you guys, ever! And he gets even a little bit smaller and then fits perfectly <laughs> in Tom's pocket. And you guys head out of the room and you're into a new room, but the room that you just came from is no longer accessible because that wall moves back into place and that is just a stone wall. Where's Jennifer? I'm right here! Oh, thank God. I thought you were in the other room still. <laughs> Damn, you were to miss me. No, you have my keys. <laughs> <laughs> Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you're like me, then you've struggled to find some time to manage your finances. Uh, at the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. That's rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Save the world or end it. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Victoria Aveyard's number one New York Times bestselling Realm Breaker series, which is coming to an explosive close, which is why I had to use my intense voice. And boy... Is it worth it? Because an epic high fantasy series for fans of Lord of the Rings and Shadow and Bone is coming to an end. Yes, when the heroes fail, a pirate's daughter with ancient blood and her ragtag group of companions must pick up the sword to save the realm. The realm is threatened by an old world prince and his army of corpses and the demonic god that controls them both. The series has everything from high-stakes battles, journeys across the mystical lands, dragons, hellhounds, and krakens, and don't forget a fiery villain romance that threatens to burn the very edges of the world. So find out more about this epic series and its unforgettable conclusion at epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. That's epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. When you guys look around, you see that you're actually in a prison cell, like a dungeon cell. Oh. And there looks like there's a door on it that has a keyhole on the other side. I open the door. (laughs) (laughs) Done. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, You go to open the door, and uh, it is locked. Uh. But you rattling that door awakens something, and it stretches. And its shadow looms big in this dimly torchlit cell. And it looks enormous and hairy and athletic. And when it steps into the light, it's a kitten! Oh! It's out of your reach right now because you guys are behind the bars. It's on the other side and it has a collar that may or may not have a big key hanging from it. There's a key on its collar! Oh my gosh. Hey, come here! Hey, kitty cat! Kitty cat. It's just looking so cute at you. Kitty cat. But it doesn't really know what to make of you. Kitty cat. And looks a little bit scared. Can I use suggestion on animals? Read that spell description. I'm looking into it. I got speak with animals. (laughs) 
yeah, we should do that. Yeah, yeah do that. Do that. that makes more sense. All right, you gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for duration. Cool. I'm going to cast that. Hey, kitty. Huh? You can understand me? I can do more than just understand. I can communicate back. We can understand each other. Isn't that lovely? I'm a baby. You are a baby. Come close to me, baby. What do you think they're saying to each other? I think Seb said something like, come close to me, baby. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe I saw him give up. Weird. Come on, baby. I will, <laughs> I will give you infinity milk and infinity little, little tummy scratches. My mom said not to go with strangers who said give me infinity milk. Why don't we just have Jennifer run and go grab the key from its collar? Fight the kitten? Are you kidding me, Chip? You want me to go solo against the cat? It's a kitten. It's a baby. Oh, my God. Seb, keep trying. Um, hey, baby. I think it would be really cool if you came just close, just so we don't have to be strangers anymore, okay? So, like, I can introduce myself and our friends. Seb, I don't know what you're saying, but it's getting creepy. I I know. (laughs) I'm trapped. I don't know what to do. Yeah, roll roll persuasion with disadvantage. (laughs) Oh, I'm sweating bullets right now. This is hard. Okay, plus zero, so that is four. Okay. The little baby kitten looks kind of scared and starts to kind of slink off back into the darkness of the corridor. Seb, why don't you turn into a cat and go get the key? I'm worried that'll be even creepier at this point. Yeah, right. I think we're going to tag Seb out. Yeah, tag him out. <laughs> All right. Really good try. Really Love good you, try. Seb. <laughs> I think I can do suggestion on an animal. Oh, hell yeah. You suggest a course of activity and magically influence a creature you can see within range and can hear and understand you. So do you think the cat would understand what I mean? You could probably just do a wave, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to do a little, like, come here, kid. Cats understand wave. Come here, That's kid, fair. Everyone responds. To that get my cat to come in growing up from outside, we go. <whistles> so I'm going to do that. Okay, great. <laughs> and with- That got Lou to come over to me. <laughs> hey, you know what? Lou is the swing vote there, and that means that this works in our our little kitten. And the little kitten approaches the cell and is, like, looking for a pet or a scratch behind the ears. Aww. He's a good baby kitten. Tell us grabs it and gets the key off. <laughs> the last part of that was, yeah, that was a less nice than the first part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we keep it? <gasps> Sean, can we keep it, please? We all turn to the DM. <laughs> in, in the, the sky. sky. <laughs> If you think you can be responsible for we it. We promise we'll take care of it. We promise. You don't You don't even have to, like, describe taking care yeah, of it. Yeah, plus you don't have to walk a cat, and you can completely forget about a cat, and it figures out how to stay alive on its own. Yeah. And Jennifer, you're cool with this, right? I'm not cool with this. Cats are my number one worst. Cool, then I really want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. The kitten could be our fifth. Oh. Yeah! Chalice puts the kitten in her apron pocket and is just petting it. That's so sweet. And you guys open up the cell and you move through that shadowy corridor. You can tell that there isn't even a door between you and the next room because of how crisp the sound that's coming from it is. It sounds like an enormous person, beast thing is moving extremely fast and then stopping. And then after you hear just an impact. It just sounds scary, to be honest. How do you want to approach this room that you're about to come up on? Yeah, can we, like, go and, like, just poke our head around the corner and see what's going on? If that's how you want to go about it, you certainly can. I, I could turn invisible. Oh, I go check okay. it out, Beef? Yeah, check it out, Beef, please. All right. 
I just gotta touch myself, and there we go. <laughs> and Beef disappears to the visible eye. And Beef, you're gonna enter that room? Yeah, I'm gonna go around the corner. What you see oh God. kind of blows your mind. Oh, yeah? Because oh, yeah. it is an enormous beast. <laughs> oh, yeah? It is oh, yeah? <laughs> an elephant. Excuse me? Hurling leather balls the size of, like, a palm at... 80, 90, maybe 100 miles an hour at the wall. Oh, God. This is Seb's cage <laughs> where he... Rage cage. This is Seb's oh rage my cage. God. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Okay, so this is just my batting cage. What's up? Hey, Seb. Well, Fanta, I did it again. I was really creepy to a kitten, and I don't know why I was like that. You gotta stop doing that, man. Yeah, I just need to take it all out on the freaking balls, okay? So pitch me a few right now. Still creepy, but no. let's do it. <laughs> You guys don't have anything else going on? You seem like you're in a hurry. No, 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 no. no. We got time and beef, chalice, <laughs> chip. They throw out a little, like, collapsible campy chairs and get a cooler out. Yeah. And they're like, hit some balls, boys. Yeah. Let's go. They're wearing, like, dad sunglasses. They look like they're at a soccer game on a Saturday morning at 11 a.m. <laughs> watching their son proudly. We all pull out our koozies and throw a drink into a koozie. I put the kitten in a koozie. <laughs> it's like a league of their own kind of, like, montage for training. <laughs> Oh, the song. The song. Guys, we're doing a thing. I don't have time. Pack it up. Pack it up. <laughs> and you guys see that there's only really the door that Sab knows leads right back to like the back office of Bottoms Up and the door that like the quarter that you came through. And then there's just a trap door. That is really the only other option. What do you think? Give up or trap door? <laughs> we would like to go through the trap door. Perfect. Do we lift it? Is it like on the ground? Yep. You lift it, and there's not even really a lock there. Uh, it does look dark when you open it, but Chip, you can see just stone floor when you look down. Is it like, you know, like a one-story drop? Uh, it's a decent drop. It's like 8 to 10 feet. You can't quite be sure, but something in that ballpark. Is there a ladder or no? Nope, just a drop. Okay, Chip confidently jumps down. Okay. He'll catch everybody else. Okay, and so everyone else is, like, jumping after and getting caught by Chip? Yeah. Cool. Do we have to roll for athletics or anything? No. It's a, it's a pretty simple <laughs> jump. There's nothing really in your way. The first catch is Chalice, and it's, like, adorable, and it's so cute when I catch her. And then I do the same catch for everybody else. It looks the exact same. <laughs> cute. Yeah. Even Jennifer? Yeah, even Jennifer. Here we go. <laughs> I catch Jennifer last, and then I turn away forgetting to catch Tom or Blarney Stone. <laughs> so once you're all in the room, the trap door slams shut, and a tiny little portcullis slams shut above you. And it really gives new meaning to the words trap door because strings fly out of seemingly nowhere and grab all of your appendages, each arm and each foot, and pull you in different directions until all six of you, the kittens that hasn't been touched by this, still in your pocket, Chaz, are off the ground and being almost like drawn and quartered, but from where you can't tell, hanging in the middle of this cellar. So we look like in sync. You look like in sync. Fun. Oh, kinky. Bye bye bye, baby. Yeah. I'm JT. I'm Joey Fatone. <laughs> Seb is definitely Joey Fatone. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. Who is everybody? I think we're all Joey Fatone. <laughs> That's okay. why the show works. <laughs> so you hear from around the corner before you even see him, some echoing claps. Does it sound like two wooden blocks smacking each other? It does. It sounds like wood blocks. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Here you are. 
fell right into my trap. Ha ha ha, you thought you could get rid of us, huh? Well, let me reintroduce you to my band! And actually, let's roll for initiative. Chip's got a huge smile on his face, like enormous smile, like the happiest he's ever been. You gotta go to therapy to figure out why I you love, love this guy. So much. guy. <laughs> 16. Three. Uh, nine. Nine. Mine's plus two. What's your initiative? My initiative's plus three. Yeah. I'm having the band because they're so tight as a band. They rolled as one. And then we're going to do all their attacks together pretty much simultaneously. They have like hive mind. Cool. They rolled 19. So they're going to go first. Dude, you're so cool. <laughs> I fucking know it. But you you could just toss me to the side. Well, again, let me introduce you to my band. And with that, all the strings that are attached to you guys pull way harder in every other direction. Ah! So everyone give me a constitution saving throw. 18. 16. 11. Well, mine's eight. Sorry, it's plus five. Okay. Anyone that it was under a 13, you're going to take two D4 of damage. Everyone else, just 1d4. Ooh, one damage. One damage also. Ah, uh, four damage. Four damage. All right. And reintroducing on trumpet, Goldilocks. Goldilocks lets out their version of Shatter. Uh-oh. It's different than Beef Shatter because it's not just coming out of their butt. Huh. <laughs> they take their trumpet, put it to their butt, and it comes out of the trumpet from their butt. Oh, that's so good. Beef notes that for later. (laughs) Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere, so that's all of you strung up there, must make a constitution saving throw. A creature will take 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. You're going to have to get higher than a 12. Nine. Ooh. Thirteen. Fifteen. Nine. Oh, man. Chalice and Beef are in trouble. You guys each take... I'm dead. I'm dead. I died. I'm dead. I'm dead. I've died. I'm gone. Fifteen damage. Yeah. Okay. I got two HP left. Oh. Whoa. I have fifteen left. Hey, hon. How you doing? Oh, good. <laughs> and then for the others, you'll take eight. Okay. Hand on drums. Pasquale P. Pieplate, baby! And he starts banging some drums. He now appears on his string, hammering away in his chef's outfit. And these drums release the equivalent of some sort of thunder wave. And no one takes any damage? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. It is constitution again. Okay, I rolled an eight. Ooh, natural 20. Ain't nothing happening to me. Sorry, I shouldn't be saying that. This is not going yeah. well for everyone. Be, please be sensitive, Seth. Our friends are dying. <laughs> yeah, man. 15. 13. And so if you rolled above a 12, 12 or above, you only take three damage. If you rolled below that, you get six damage. So Beef's still at negative one? Yeah, I'm at negative one now. Beef's unconscious. Beef's on saving throws. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. I haven't done anything. I have nine hit points. Please, don't everybody pass out before the band's even introduced. We've still got one more player. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Play it, baby! And a flutist comes out and does a little flute solo. And with it, you start to feel the wind in the room pick up. And, uh-oh, that's Gust. Oh, my God. 
Okay. So with Gust, one medium or smaller creature that you choose must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed up to five feet away from you. And so they're going to pick Chip, and Chip's going to get hit with a big breeze, and he's stuck in place, but it doesn't do any damage. Oh, oh. Hey, good try, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't have a name. That sucks. (laughs) They don't talk. They're playing. What do you do? Do you sing? What do I do? I do everything. This is my f***ing man. (laughs) And with that, you guys are up. So before you guys take your actions, what I'll have you do right now is roll to see if you are continued to be restrained by these strings. Give me a strength check, all of you. Probably not. Yeah, Beef, you're unconscious. (laughs) Great. Botched. Okay, Seb, you kind of accidentally pull one of your arms so hard, but it like goes back like a, a seatbelt and gets stuck, and you somehow <laughs> have it kind of like around your head, too. So you're kind of almost choking yourself out now. Oh, oh my pitching arm. <laughs> Dirty 20. 22 from Chip. Okay, Chip and Chalice both look at each other, nod, and explode out of their <laughs> puppet strings. Whoa! I didn't think you were going to do that. That was cool. Yeah, I have, I'm re- really feeling bad. Chalice is really down for the count. She's hurt bad. Oh, yeah? Could be worse. I'm dead. Beef, <laughs> <laughs> you're unconscious. Quiet, you. You're in, like, the astral plane right now, saying that down to your body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Can I just poison Pasquale P. Pie Plate? I feel like once he's out, then... Cut off the head of the snake. You mean Geppetto? Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Geppetto Pinocchio. You know the drummer's the heart of this band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um... I'm going to poison Geppetto Pinocchio. You must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d12 poison damage. Okay. Here he goes. He rolled an 8. Nice. I'm guessing that's going to... Yeah. So give me a d12. How much damage does this poison spray do? 12. Oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. What the f***? is this shit that came out of you? <laughs> Disgusting. And he's really taking, he is like more than bloodied with this. He is beside himself in pain. What's wrong with you people? Beef, you are unconscious. So give me a death saving throw right now. <sighs> so here are the stakes of this, just as because it's been a little while since you've been on death saving throws. Uh, you need three rolls above a 10 to get back to stable. Oof. Three under 10 and you're dead for real. If you roll a nat 20 or botch, there's some implications here as well. I'm scared. Yeah, me too. You're good, Beef. Got this. Oh, I got a nat 20. Let's go. I'm for real. I'm for real. If your character rolls a natural 20 on a death saving throw, they regain one hit point and become conscious. You're back, (gasps) Beef, and you're talking. Okay, I'm I'm coming out. (laughs) I'm coming out. I'm coming out, baby. That is your turn, though. You can't do anything Perfect. else. You just, you kind of woke up. Uh, okay. <laughs> you have one hit Great. point. I'm awake. I'm happy. Chip, you are up. Yeah, Chip goes through his Rolodex of spells, and he throws it behind him. He says, no, never mind, and he takes out his axe. Uh, on my first action, I'm going to go, and I'm going to chop the flautist who gusted me. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Now it's personal. Hey, don't blow me five feet ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going to take me out to dinner first. <laughs> so I roll. Does a 25 hit this flautist? No, their AC is insane. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Where are you chopping them? Are you chopping their strings? Or are you chopping their body? Yeah, I mean, they're like a little tree, basically. They're a little puppet guy. So yeah. I'm going to chop him right in half. 10 damage. That cloves them. That cloves them clean in half. And then I'm actually going to use action surge to turn and I get a second action 
and I'm going to threaten Geppetto Pinocchio. I'm not going to kill him because I kind of like the guy. He's pretty. It's like, you know, when your mom's like, hey, I kind of need you to stop hanging out with that kid. <laughs> yeah. He's trouble. But he's funny, but he's, no, he's funny. Mean. And his house has good <laughs> snacks. He's mean. I go up to Geppetto Pinocchio. I grab him, shove him against the wall, and I put my axe to his throat. Okay. Give me a grapple and then an intimidation as well for whatever you're going to say here. Okay. Uh, strength check, 18. Mm-hmm. You're good. And then intimidation, a 21. Okay. Jesus. And what do you say to this little guy? Hey, hey, bud. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> listen, I really don't want to have to kill you. I really, really don't. Because I, do, I think you're just like one of the funniest dudes I ever met in my whole life. You got to go. You got to go. I'm happy to help you. But if you don't leave, I will kill you and all your friends. But like in the nicest way. (laughs) And he's just like staring dead at you. He's looking deep into your eyes. You can tell he's like thinking about all his options. And you just rolled a pretty... Like Doctor Strange in Infinity War? (laughs) (laughs) His head's doing that crazy thing where it's in a million ways at once. (laughs) A billion possibilities! (laughs) Chalice goes, hey, if this sweetens the deal a little bit, because she knows that Chip has a soft spot for him, we actually forgot to hire a band for the party upstairs. Maybe you guys would want to play a couple songs, have a couple drinks with us. But not the Chucky Buster song. <sighs> Working on anything new? Maybe something from the new album? Chip looks over at Chalice and like smiles because he's so grateful <laughs> for this help. And you can see that he's crying. And she mouths to him, they're your favorite band. They Aww. are my favorite. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody feel this way? And he looks over at Seb. Seb hasn't really done anything or said anything this combat, so I just want to leave it open for you to do something, say something. No, I actually appreciate it because I was about to be a little stinker about not getting to do something, and I was going to complain. But uh, I'm going to use healing word on my good friend Beef because it seems like everything is going well, and I'm Beef's new best friend. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to cast healing word, and that is 2D plus 3 healing. 2D what? That's for me to know. 2D4, sorry. Just 2D. <laughs> Just 2Ds. <laughs> two big Ds. I love it. So it's going to be nine. nine. Plus nine for beef. I'm at ten. Thank you, Sebby. Can I cut down beef and Seb? Yeah. Yeah, you can because you're free. And now the band's kind of waiting on bated breath for directions from Pinocchio. So everyone's cut down. And now Chip's got the axe to his throat. He like his head snaps to attention. I just saw all 100 million possibilities. <laughs> what? <laughs> and there's only one where we win. And what is that? We accept to be your house band. Hey. It's all that I ever wanted. And he starts sobbing in your hand, Chip. <laughs> we all know at the core of every character that's an NPC, all they want to do is fit in and belong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fight this any longer. Oh, yeah, I don't, I know I'm not singing these days, but. Uh, it's a no for me. That's my, that's my stage. No, Beef, we'll be your band. I swear to God, I'll blow you five feet. I'll be your band. <laughs> oh, you got to buy me dinner first if you're going to do that. But... Please, Beef, he only has to talk when we let him. Right, Geppetto? Yeah, I'll only talk when you let me. We'll play ambiance music in the background during cafe hours. Yeah. Speed it up when it gets late night. It's mostly instrumental. How about this? Mondays through Thursdays, you can play. Trial, nothing original, we give you the songs. After that, if that goes well, we'll let you play some original stuff. 
And every year, once a year, you can play the Chucky Busters theme song. That's our deal. And I'm your manager. (laughs) Beef gets 40%. I get 40% of the cut, and you play when I tell you, all right? Yes, sir. And it looks like by my watch, you are five minutes late to call time, any winks. Oh, my God. Are we going to play the grand opening? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I guess. Let's do this thing. Oh, my God. You killed our flautist. (laughs) I have wood glue. I have wood glue. We're good. Oh, yeah. That fixes everything. Do you have human glue when someone gets cut in half? They're dead. You fucking killed them. Okay, we could kill you. Sorry, that was really dark. What's wrong with me? I don't know, Seb. You're pretty dark this episode. I was about to kidnap a cat. What the hell is going on in my mind? I just need to be quiet. I think you need a baby aspirin and a cold compress. Come on, everybody. (laughs) So... We can assume that the gang uh, takes the exit off of the elephant batting cage that leads to the back office and gets squared away. The party's still going upstairs, and we're actually going to cut two. A little bit later in the evening of Bottoms Up's grand opening, and on the stage is, well, the Bottoms Up band? I don't I don't know. That's for you guys to decide what this backup band is called. But beef is... Pasquale P. Pie Plate and the Marionettes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dang, Geppetto got demoted. Yeah, for sure. Fucking bullshit. Geppetto. The gang is in the front row with, like, band t-shirts on, and they're jumping up and down. They're super excited for the Nobody else seems to care that much. (laughs) Since beef can't sing still, he's kind of doing, like, a... Yeah, and uh, walk down the road, and that's like he's like talk singing. <laughs> hey, can you stop talk singing into the mic? We you're supposed to introduce us. We're gonna play some music. Oh, that's what's happening right now. <laughs> okay, put your hooves and hands together for Pasquale P. Pie Plate and the Marionettes. Hell yeah, we're gonna rock this place, and on Mondays and Thursdays. Um, we haven't sorted out all the details yet, but, uh, long live Bottoms Up! Woo! What do you guys think? One last time? Okay. okay. One more time. One more time. This baby aspirin is so good. Pretend you're eating some cheese! Yeah! There used to be a flute solo on this part. <laughs> Chip is in the corner trying to glue the guy back together. <laughs> Chalice is Lance Bass. Oh, I was thinking Chalice is Justin Timberlake. Okay. I can see that. Fine. Can I be Lance Bass? Can I be JC? Yeah. Everyone can be whoever they want. Just as long as you're not Joey Fatone, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Beef is definitely Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Yay. Sitcom D&D is comprised of Elizabeth Andrews, Ben Briggs, Aaron Keefe, Walid Mansour, and me, Sean Coyle. Arnie Perry wrote the theme song, Ben and I worked out the story concept, and Grace Harper did the editing on this one. Y'all, I gotta tell you, right now is a great time to check out our Patreon. Support from our patrons is what makes this show possible. It's how we pay for editors, equipment, and all the expenses that go into creating the show that we love. So hop on now for five buckaroos and get access to over 70 hours of content instantly. And for those of you who are already subscribed to our Patreon, shout out to the kitchen rats. There you go. This week's episode is... Any guesses? Um, no. (laughs) Fair enough. 
Road Trip Improv, where Elizabeth will lead and I do a good old-fashioned improv set that follows three friends on a very special road trip that will change their lives and maybe the world forever. So sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash sitcomdnd and get in on the fun. And finally, if you want to keep up with the gang, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at sitcomdnd. That's sitcom and the letters D-N-D. This is where you can get sneak peeks at upcoming episodes and future guests, see our favorite pull quotes from that week's episode, get hot and spicy memes relating to the show, and see new character drawings by our very own Walid Mansoor. Okay, I think that's it for now. Until next Tuesday, and thanks, as always, for listening. And shout out to the kitchen. And shout out to the kitchen. That was a HeadGum Podcast.